Welcome to Nancy Wilson's Femina Podcast. This audio is brought to you by Canon Press. If you're enjoying Nancy's podcast, I want to encourage you to find more of Nancy's audio content on the Canon app. If you download and subscribe, you can find things from Nancy, such as all of her audiobooks, as well as conference titles, such as Grandmas and Mothers-in-Law. On to the next thing. Download and subscribe to the Canon app today for more of Nancy Wilson. Welcome to the Femina Podcast. This is Nancy Wilson. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thought today I would talk to you about abundant life. Sounds good, doesn't it? So start with John 10.10. Jesus said, I am come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Christ came bringing us life. And it's better than mere physical life. It's more abundant. There's more to it. And more implies quantity. It's plentiful. It's overflowing. It's spilling over. So Christ came to give life, spiritual life, where there used to be spiritual death. And this is life plus. It's not just being alive, biologically alive. It's spiritual life, big size life. And life is good, as the t-shirt says, right? (laughs) But abundant life is better, far, far better. In Christ, we find this abundant life. We find eternal life, life without fear of death, and that's real spiritual life. And there's three aspects to this I thought I would just talk to you about today. They are not the only three aspects to it. (laughs) My finite brain came up with three (laughs) because we are talking about something so much bigger than we are. It's infinite, right? God is infinite. He's beyond anything we can comprehend. But there are three aspects to this abundant life that I want to talk about. Living fully, living completely, and living comfortably. All right, so the first one, living fully. In Christ, we can live fully because we are living the way He intended in our creation. In John 1.14, it says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Right? He is full himself of grace and truth. And if we're living in him, we're living in his fullness. And then in verse 16, and of his fullness, we have all received and grace for grace. So this is the glass of water that's poured up to the tippy, tippy, tippy top and bulging over the top, just poised to spill. That's the fullness we've received. And it is slopping over, turns out. And we were empty and he has filled us. So in Christ, we're living a full life. We are full of Christ. We are full of grace. We are full of his forgiveness and mercy. But this life that he's giving us is grace for grace. And we've all received his fullness. We see people trying to live full lives. They have these empty, sad lives, and they're trying to cram in weird things to try to fill it. And yet it's impossible. We were created to be filled with Christ. 
And so when we are full of Him, we're really becoming the creatures we were created to be. Secondly, in Christ we can live completely because we're made complete in Him. In Colossians 2.10, in Him dwells all the fullness, there's that fullness, of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in Him. So we were sorely lacking, but in Christ we were made complete. We were put right. In uh, Hebrews 13, 20, 21, it's like this wonderful benediction you've probably heard many times and read. Now may the God of peace, who brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you complete in every good work to do his will, working in you what is well-pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. And amen. So, before Christ came, we were incomplete people. We were unfit for any good works. And now, we are being made complete, and we are being made fit to do His work and do His will. So, we live fully. We have a full, rich life in Christ, and we're complete people. Not that we've reached the finish line, but we're complete in Christ. And it says, now may the God of peace, who raised Jesus, make you complete in every good work to do his will. There's something about doing the good works that he's prepared for us. He, as we work out, he is working in. He's working in us what's pleasing to him. And there's completeness in that. There's satisfaction in that that you can't get anywhere else. And you can't find a real satisfaction anywhere but in Christ and in living fully in Him. So before Christ, we were incomplete, we were unfit. Now we're fit to work His will. So all the good works He's called you to do, He's made you fit to do them. (laughs) And as you do them, He's working in you what's pleasing to Him. So that should give us encouragement as we're doing things that we're called to do. And we might be feeling tired and not able to do it. And yet we push through, we offer it to God, and we say, Lord, thank you. Thank you that I can live completely in you. And then third, in Christ we live comfortably. Now, this is not the kind of comfort that is referring to all the beautiful furniture and cozy cushions we have. (laughs) (laughs) and the temperature is always exactly right. I'm not talking about that, but hang on a minute. I'm going to read a couple of verses. 2 Corinthians 1, 3. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. And He comforts us in amazing ways. And of course, when we receive forgiveness, what a comfort that is. When we're fearful and we go to Him, what a comfort He is. When we're in affliction and trial, and sickness. What a comfort the Holy Spirit is to us. That's what living comfortably is talking about. It's an inward comfort, no matter what the external circumstances. In 2 Corinthians 13, 11, be perfect. Well, that sounds easy, right? <laughs> In Christ, but let me back up. Be perfect. Be of good comfort. Be of one mind. Live in peace and the God of love and peace shall be with you. 
So be of good comfort. Be encouraged. Be at peace. Turn to the Father of all comfort and ask Him to dwell in you because He's the source of all true comfort. We can look many places for comfort and not find it. We may look to a cup of coffee for comfort or uh, looking at Instagram for comfort or reading a book or putting on the right kind of music. I mean, there are many creaturely things that we can bless God for. Thank you for Instagram and for coffee, etc. But for real spiritual creature comfort, we can only turn to Christ for that, the Father of all comfort. All right. And 2 Corinthians 2.17. Now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and our God and Father who has loved us and given us everlasting consolation and good hope by grace, comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. All right, this sounds a little similar to some of the other verses I have read, but it's may God himself, may the Lord Jesus Christ himself and our God and Father, who's loved us and given us everlasting consolation. Okay, consolation and good hope. What is that if not the ultimate comfort and completeness and fullness right there? And it's not just for today. It's everlasting. My goodness. (laughs) Think about that for a minute. May he who has done all these things comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. You need some comfort? Are you feeling a little discomforted by your circumstances or the circumstances in our world, in our country, in our town, in our home, turn to him and ask him to comfort your heart. He has made every provision for you in Christ. He will establish you in every good word and work. So don't lose heart and comfort your heart and be of good comfort (laughs) and look to God to comfort your heart. Do you see this? We have such abundant life available to us. We have far more than we really can even begin to understand or appreciate. Then to wrap up, 2 Corinthians 4.15, For all things are for your sakes, that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. Abundant grace. This abundant grace might result All this abundant grace we've been given would glorify God. It might result, redound to his glory and our thanksgiving. And 1 Timothy 1.14, And the grace of our Lord was exceedingly abundant with faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. Right? The grace of our Lord was exceedingly abundant. This is the abundant life. (laughs) This is beyond abundance, isn't it? And then 1 Peter 1.3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again into a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Well, amen, hallelujah. This is the source of all this abundant life that we have in Christ. It's he is the resurrection and the life, and he's the source of all the fullness all the completeness, all the comfort that we need, more than we need. So I hope today, as you're listening to this, that you'll be comforted 
that you'll thank God for the abundant life that you have in Christ and you'll begin to meditate on that and allow his comfort to really work its way in and through you and that all of this will glorify him. Thank you so much for joining me today and I hope you have a very blessed week. 